keeping you from being the best you can be. Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Sanicola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, whatever your tradition may be. This time of year, we celebrate holidays such as Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and so on, and we often have expectations of spending time with our loved ones and experiencing the values of the season, love, joy, and peace. However, for many of us, we instead feel loneliness, anxiety, stress, disappointment, and sadness. Instead of focusing on the values that are priceless, we may often succumb to the most commercialized days of the year. So how do we keep our priorities straight? Well, today we're going to be talking with my guest, Joyce Buford, about how to have a happy holiday. Let me tell you a little bit about Joyce. She is a coach, speaker, trainer, author, and the creator of the Uncover Your Hidden Genius program that guides her clients to realize their greatest potential. She is also the host of her own radio show, Second Wind, on Toginet Radio, and she is a guest columnist for the Tyler Morning Telegraph in Tyler, Texas. Joyce studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of The Chicken Soup book series, and then joined the Canfield team in assisting their Breakthrough to Success Advanced program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. Joyce powerfully and genuinely connects with her audience while delivering her genius message. She is truly gifted in her ability to coach and support her clients through their transformation and her workshops promise each person a life-changing experience. You can reach Joyce at JoyceBufordEmpowers.com. Welcome, Joyce. Well, thank you. This is a thrill to be here this morning. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you're <laughs> making time for us today on Christmas Eve. Ah, oh, well, you know, what better time to talk about finding what we're really here for than the Christmas season? Right, right. Yes, yeah. and, you know, I think for many of us, it takes all the empowerment, all the second wins, and all the genius that we can muster <laughs> to develop the ability to really hold our own and experience the joy, the peace, and the love of the holidays. Yes, it brings with it, it's its own little monster, if you will. It brings all <laughs> these extra things with it, such as stress and mm-hmm. wanting to be perfect and um is not dealing with reality. <laughs> right. There's that too, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. So, but it, it still brings a special uh, healing, I think, that we all love to share with our families. It gives us a reason to get together. Absolutely. And uh, celebrate the, whatever your faith is. Right, right. So, I, th- I thought maybe we could start with talking about your Uncover Your Hidden Genius program. Um, yeah. I love that concept. Can you can you tell us more about that? Well, 
I believe through my own experience that when a woman or whoever it may be, man, woman, whenever you are truly working in the area that you excel and that you love to be in, which I am calling your genius, then life is more fulfilling, it's happier, you're happier, and you're able to achieve far more than if you're just in a uh, regular ho-hum state of mind. Mm-hmm. So that's where I like to help my clients develop and go toward finding their core values and and putting those core values and living their life by those core values. Mm-hmm. And therefore, they're living more in their genius, which is, which is their, as we call in Texas, their sweet spot. Oh, yeah. Heard that <laughs> yes, yes, you yes. That in California, yeah, too. that's. Well, you know, sometimes we do, but it certainly hits the spot. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, it sounds like you're really talking about getting in touch with the the most uh, important values that you have, and really your mm-hmm. your purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, the it, things yeah. that light you up. Yes, yes. Right. Um, I, I can I tell a little story about myself? Sure. Do you have time for that? Is that okay? Yes, we do. Uh huh. I first experienced this in my own training, and it was really funny this morning when I was preparing to uh, speak with you. Um, I was in tr- uh, coaching training, and we had to do an exercise, and we there were 20 of us, all didn't know each other, but we had to create this skit about doubts and fears. And so... Uh, as we were tre- creating this sketch, of course, you know, there was the leaders and then the non, <laughs> the followers, and mm-hmm. it was quite interesting to see how this developed. But as I am norm to do, I pulled back and I said, well, I'll just be the curtain for the stage. Ooh. And they all looked at me like, curtain? What do you mean, curtain? Because that was not what they considered part of the skit. <laughs> right, right. So I you- did. I was the curtain, and but before going on stage, I had all this tremendous rush of fear and doubt, and and what would they think? And maybe the instructor would toss me off the, embarrass mm. me, mm-hmm. and uh, so as it we when it was our time to get up and do our skit, I became the curtain, and I. You know, I stood in front of the stage, and I raised my arms as the curtain going up. And as I moved to the right to open the curtain, I sang The Impossible Dream. And it was, <laughs> it was so funny. But the, but the thing that I realized is as I got to the far side of the stage... There was this tremendous applause and approval and excitement. They yelled and whistled. And all of a sudden, I became that little girl that was standing on the stage. And I realized I loved being on stage. Wow. And my life was not on stage. Uh huh. And that was my first aha moment uh-huh. in my own. You know, we all teach what we've traveled. Mm-hmm. So. That was just a little example of the thrill that can happen. Right. Sort of a sense of, it sounds like a coming alive and the magic of the moment. Yes, it was. It really was. 
So I, I thank you for letting me tell that story because I love the story. I relive it, and it gives me such energy and power and really fills me with joy. And, and I think, um, you know, that's, that's what's so important because I think we can all get a little sense uh, often of that um, that touch of inner genius when maybe you do something that works really, really well, or you have a new idea, or you put something into place, and it's so exciting, it's like a little thrill, and you think, oh, I'm a genius, you know, something really works, (laughs) you know, so to be able to have that more often would be really nice. Well, I had the feeling they loved me, they liked Mm. me, I Mm -hmm. did good, just like a six-year-old. Oh. And at that time, I was really into my 50s. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, my gosh, they liked me. It's sort of like Norma Ray in that movie. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, uh-huh, yes. Uh-huh. Well, so, that's really a special moment. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. So I like spending time helping women discover who they are and pulling it back out of their childhood and putting uh-huh. it into their adult life. And, and I think so, so often so many of us get sidetracked from what, have, what may have been a natural inclination to, in your, as in your example, be on stage or whatever it may be, to okay. shine and express our genius, but the world intrudes or, you know, mm-hmm. the educational system intrudes or something discourages us from that. Well, for a woman... So much of the time, life just gets in the way. Right. You know, we, we marry and we have children and we are totally pulled over into taking care of a husband, taking care of families and seeing that routine is met with the family. And so our gifts may be shelved for mm-hmm. years. <laughs> right. Especially if you've got little ones to take care of. <laughs> You know, they're, they're, by definition, their needs often come first. They have to. Of course. Yeah. And so you don't, you know, a lot of women don't get the opportunity during those years to really focus on what they truly want. Right. So true. Mm-hmm. They turn into, they wear so many hats. They, we're bus drivers. We're, you know, diaper changers. We're mm-hmm. all of those things, grocery mm-hmm. shoppers. Mm-hmm. All of our technical hats. support now today yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> technical right support. today, uh, wrapping presents and making cookies and shuttling kids around <laughs> and doing all that stuff that that sometimes it does pull us aside from our our own core values for ourselves. But then uh, around the holiday season, it you know pulls us away from what are our true values. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and I always encourage people to think about, you know, what are the family values? What does this particular family stand for? You know, how do they focus on what's important? Is it compassion? Is it kindness? Is it honesty? Whatever that may be. And then Mm -hmm. learn how to walk that out. Right. Mm. Um, I always like to share the fact that the holiday, with all of its pomps and circumstance and expectations that we have for it, we almost think that it's going to be like a uh, Norman Rockwell yes. Christmas. You know, exactly. Perfect. 
Right. And if it's not, then people are disappointed or upset. And and that that Norma Rockwell is a nice picture. <laughs> it is a really nice picture. But it's not the reality that most of us live. And then when we're focusing on that picture, we're not focusing on what we really have. Right. Yeah. Which is, you know, maybe not that, but it can be certainly equally valuable. Right. And... <clears throat> You know, we're going to take a break shortly, and um, I have an idea for you. I thought I would share with you when we get back the mm-hmm. concept of um, each of us thinking about what if we are the present, if our presence is the present on the holidays. So, uh, you know, just a, a concept to kind of throw around and and see what we think as we go to break. So uh, we do need to take a short break, and we'll be right back with my guest, Joyce Buford. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. How do you achieve balance in your life? Is it when everything runs in perfect alignment with each other, time, money, and life? You can keep everything in nearly perfect balance. Listen for Be Mighty with K.D. Marley, which is made up of two people, K. Mar and D. Lee. The hosts have worked with small business owners to find the best and most systematic way of tracking both time and money in order to achieve work-life balance to their advantage. The show can help you, too. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
Welcome back, everyone. We are visiting today with Joyce Buford, and we're talking about how to have a happy holiday, especially using your inner genius. So before the break, I was sharing an idea with Joyce about being the present um, on the holiday, like um, what if each one of us could bring to the holidays the joy, the peace, the love, those values that we so treasure, instead of focusing on present with a T, like what am I going to open? What about what would my present say? And I'm, I um, saw a quote from the Pope this week, and he said, let's not lose that joyous spirit full of humor and even self-irony that makes us likable, even in difficult situations. So I like that, and I thought, well, you know, sometimes the holidays bring difficult family situations. And so my idea was, well, what if you're the present? So what do you think about that, Joyce? Well, specifically talking about families, are we talking about that family situation? That's the most challenging for most of us, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think many times it's, we look at our families and we want to change our family members. Mm-hmm. For instance, my son is doing something and I'm thinking, he's crazy, he can't do that. But instead of thinking we can change them, maybe we look, need to look a little bit more at what can I change in me to accept who he is today? Right, right. Can I yes. be there? Can I love him enough? to give mm-hmm. him that gift. Right. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. To really, to get to a higher level of acceptance, of forgiveness, of whatever it may be that elevates your ability to experience who you are and who he is. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's difficult. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. We don't want to just say it. <laughs> think it's easy because it's not easy. No, it. it it's it sounds simple, but is absolutely not easy. I, it's what I said earlier. I think it takes everything we've got in terms of our right. inner genius and our our um, our be the best you can be stuff. All of that empowerment to be able to to really focus on what is important and what are those goals. And if you hold out those goals of joy, of peace, of love then, you know, that can sort of pull you forward. But it is challenging. There's no question about it. Yeah. Well, what, what do you do when you get in challenging places like that? Do you have a pullback or a, a thing that you do to sort of... Well, I always, I always try the, um, the, the old standby of shut up, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm in a challenging situation, uh, I find that it works best for me to shut up. Because Silence then. It's very powerful, isn't it? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And then, you know, the moment passes always. Mm-hmm. And if the other person is being challenging in some way, they'll stop usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they certainly aren't going to argue with you if you're being quiet. Right. You know, there's nothing for them there. So. Yeah, um, push back. <laughs> right, right. And so that's that's where I try to start. And then I try, if it's really challenging, um, uh, there's one person in particular I'm thinking of, and then I do my best 
to try and empathize with whatever emotional quality they're expressing. And usually right. it's something that, that I just can't stand personally. It might be something right. like they're whining. Oh, yeah. Or they're doing the poor me thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and I don't, that doesn't resonate well with me personally. <laughs> so I do my best to say, to just totally abandon my point of view and say, how awful for you or something uh-huh. like that. You know, to really try and reflect that back. And and I had to learn really a lot that it doesn't mean that I'm agreeing with it. It means that I'm understanding what that person is struggling with in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. those are the things, you know, that it just shut up works really pretty well <laughs> most of the time. And, and otherwise, um, you know, smile and breathe. Mm-hmm. Smile and breathe. And, and I think right. that, you know, there are little traditions that we can have that try, that can sort of refocus us, like, you know, um, asking for help. You know, if things yeah. get difficult, mm-hmm. ask for help. And a lot of times that's not easy. Right. For, yeah. Especially for, for busy people or, yeah. you know, women who like to do it all. I read one that I really liked. Um, and that was that when somebody is standing there complaining about their lives, saying how difficult it was, to shift your mind to find something that you like about that person mm-hmm. instead of focusing on the negative comment that they're saying. Right, right. Um, I-, I was thinking, wouldn't that be another powerful way of just changing the entire energy mm-hmm. of that experience. Right, right. I think it um, it reminds me of, um, there's a book called Stroke of Genius, mm-hmm. and I, I can't remember the author's name at this moment, um, but one of the, th- the most powerful messages that sh- I believe she shares with us is, you are responsible for the energy you bring to the room. Mm, and I, I like think, that. yeah, I just think that's so powerful. And that's part of what I meant as, as being the gift of being, mm-hmm. the, you know, having your presence that, you know, you want to be the person, or at least I assume we all want to be the, the person who's, everyone is glad to have at the party. <laughs> you know, right. you don't want to be the yeah. one they think, oh, we had to invite her, but we wish she hadn't showed up, you know, <laughs> you know, no one wants yeah. to be that. It's like, what energy am I responsible for? And how do I want to project that out to the ones that I love or even the ones I don't love? Right. You know, uh, yeah, I so agree with that. But, you know, that would take really, if you're going into a party and you know, or into a family relationship, family uh, gathering, it would really behoove us to spend a little time just mentally preparing mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of getting there and whirling into the room or whirling into the party or whatever we're experiencing and not having prepared us mentally and physically for the event. Right. Right. I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I think that's so important overall. I, I do a lot of parent education and training. And uh, one of the things I, I teach parents with, with little ones is to tell them what you want them to do and what you expect from them 
before you get wherever it is you're going. Even as, uh, here's a, uh-huh. this is how we ride in a car. These are the rules for riding in a car. Um, mm-hmm. This is how we behave at Target. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it may be. And I think your, your concept is just a broader extension of that to really focus on where am I going next? What experience do I want to create for myself when I get right. there? Right. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, my sister was here for about a month. We had a, my mother was sick, and so she was here helping, and she lives in Minnesota. And one of the things that I noticed in while she was here, that my routine was so disturbed that mm-hmm. I got out of my daily practices, mm-hmm. you know, such as meditation and mm-hmm. all that prep time that I use for my daily life. Right. And um, that would certainly be another thing that happens during this season when your right. house is full of guests or, mm-hmm. you know, you're running over to meet the family at an event. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. really, you know, it's important for me. Right. I I agree. It is for me as well. You know, and I think, you know, sometimes simple tricks like turning off the TV, you know, making time to cook together, to sing together, to help others together. Right. I think those things are important. I turn my TV TV to Hallmark. Oh. (laughs) Because they have happy, loving movies. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Happy Christmas movies. <laughs> yes. I've right. seen Santa Claus more this year than <laughs> in years. <laughs> right, right, right. I think that's that's one way to do that as well, you know. And and also like I said little things like cooking together, cooking a meal together or making cookies together and and I love the idea of family singing together. Oh, yeah. You know, because I I heard something once uh, about, you know, if you have a a large family in particular, people can't talk all at the same time. One person has to talk and everybody listens and, but everybody can sing at the same time. That's true. And isn't that a beautiful sentiment? Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you have a musical instrument in your house or you just sing a cappella? Well, I do have a, a piano in my house, but okay. I, I think that, you know, people can just sing as they're making the Christmas cookies or as they're setting the dinner table or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever family songs you might have and certainly Christmas carols, you know, whatever the tradition allows that, you know, it changes the mood, it changes the energy and it brings everybody together because mm-hmm. you can all sing together. Right. Oh, well, I'm a music lover, so that's always a good... <laughs> I'm on board with that always. Yes, I know you, you have a, a, a lot of experience in the music world, and maybe, um, I, I don't know if you can quickly tell us a little bit about your conducting experience. Oh, this was one of those... I would love to share that, because it was such a high point for me. It's, again, one of those living and reaching for your genius areas. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, I'm using that mm-hmm. as the really important things to you, the, the things where you shine. And mm-hmm. so as a, um, I had the opportunity to conduct our symphony orchestra here in Tyler, Texas. And it was a fundraiser with our uh, 
symphony league here. Mm -hmm. And so I was always in music as growing up, and I sang some, and Mother tried to teach me piano, but um, I've always enjoyed music. So being able to stand up in front of that orchestra and conduct was just a, a dream. I can only imagine how spectacular that must have been. And as we as we go to break, um, um, I'm going to ask you to hold that thought, and okay. we'll talk more about it when we get back. We'll be right back with Joyce Buford. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You may know how to make money, but do you know how to manage it and make it work for you? That's where the Financial You Radio Show comes in. Host Annette Rayner and her guests will show you how to keep your financial future in check. Money matters in just about every part of your life. doesn't matter if you work for a Fortune 500 company or the neighborhood store. Your financial goals can be realized. Listen for The Financial You every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel because your money matters. Are you happy with your financial life or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's DrSanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We are visiting with Joyce Buford of JoyceBufordEmpowers.com, and we're talking about an amazing experience that she had in finding her own genius on stage conducting an orchestra. So can you continue with sharing with that? Oh, Joyce? I'd love to share this because it was, a, it was an auction item as a, in a fundraiser for our symphony. Mm-hmm. And as I walked by it, I thought, well, that would be fun. And then I walked by it again. That would be fun. And then I decided to sign my name. As it was, I was the only one that bid on it. And so I oh got it for <laughs> a <laughs> nominal gift. But the interesting thing was, of course, I went through all of the fear and doubt. 
that we do anytime we reach for something outside of our comfort zone, which means mm-hmm. growth. Right. But even though it was something I really wanted to do because mm-hmm. of my love of music, but I did go to the practice session. I did go practice on the stage by myself in front of an mm-hmm. imaginary orchestra. Oh. Just to feel comfortable. I did Mm -hmm. all the prep work. I did all Mm -hmm. the get comfortable stuff. Mm -hmm. And then that night came, and I I was there an hour early, and I practiced with the conductor in the symphony. And after we had practiced, many of the members of the orchestra are teachers themselves. Mm -hmm. So they were giving me support. They were saying, if you try this, or if you do this, that would help. I mean, it was such loving support. Oh, I was wow. so I was so blown away by the 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 community of uh-huh. support that I got through the symphony. Wow. I also wanted pictures of me on the stage, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. put it on the Facebook. Right, I saw some of those. I thought, oh my goodness, look at her. <laughs> Because and, I can certainly imagine how scary it, it was, but you yeah, know. it was. But I got so many people involved in the in the audience as well, and I really wanted those pictures. It was not a decisive move on my part at all, <laughs> but it was just the support that I received was the surprise in that mm-hmm. I got to have my dream. Mm. But I also got this wonderful support, which was totally mm-hmm. unexpected. Right. So, it, it, and that's the reason I think it's so important that when we have a dream, that we also tell our dream, right. and we ask people to participate in our dream. Right. Right. And that uh, just builds on the. Uh, example you shared with us earlier about being the curtain yeah. it's like going from that one thing to this huge at least it sounds to me like huge accomplishment of being able to do that just being able to do it right. I think is, is really wonderful so right. your genius must have been out that night that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> well it was certainly playing with me let's yes. say yes mm-hmm. yeah you know, one comment I wanted to make about the titles, Uncover Your Hidden Genius, mm-hmm. the implication is that we all have that. Yes. You know, that it, it may be hidden, but the implication is that we all have it, number one, and number two, it can be uncovered. Is that your experience? Yes. Yeah. As children, we came here pretty well knowing what we like to do. Mm-hmm. what we enjoyed doing, what we excelled in. And what we like to do is normally what we in, excel in. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's really important to reconnect with the little girl that knew what she enjoyed doing mm-hmm. when we grow and need to move back into that space. Mm-hmm. As you said earlier, all the transitions that we go through in life takes us away from that usually. Right. Usually. It's not 100%, but it usually does. Mm -hmm. And so when I help my clients reconnect with that, they're surprised that they've maybe stopped painting. Mm -hmm. Maybe they've uh, stopped dancing. 
And although it doesn't look like it may have looked at that early, early age where they were going to be the ballerina on the stage, they can still incorporate dancing into their adult life. Right. You know, such as taking a dance class or tap dancing or Mm -hmm. something like that that would bring them joy and fulfillment. You know, you reminded me of of someone that I worked with many years ago, and and this gentleman um, came in and he was feeling sort of frustrated and not really thrilled with his um, his work at the time. And he said, you know, I think I asked, well, what what would you like to do? And he said, you know, what I've always really wanted to do is sing. And in a somewhat offhanded manner, I said, well, okay, sing. And the next week he came back and he'd gone somewhere to a local uh, club and he had auditioned and he'd gotten a singing job. And Oh my goodness. Yes, it was amazing. And I think all he needed was a little bit of permission. Yes. To, right. to you know, say, yeah, go reconnect with your dream, even if it's an hour a week or two mm-hmm. hours or whatever it is. If that's your dream, go connect with it. And I I've seen... I I'm sorry. We were going to say he went out and started taking voice lessons, but he jumped right no, in. With he jumped things. right in, you know. <laughs> I said, and I just said, "Well, go sing." Okay, he did, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I've had a few That's instances wonderful. like that over the years, and it, it's just really powerful to watch, mm-hmm. to see people get in touch with that inner genius, as you mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. I would. I, what was his demeanor that next time when he came in and told you about? Oh, um, he was so pleased. He was really had a sense of um, of real inner peace and happiness with that decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, really um, um, bordering on real joy of look what I did. You know, it's like what you would mm-hmm. see with a youngster when mm-hmm. they're so pleased about something they may have accomplished. Like, look what I did. I actually did it. It worked. You know, that's so I love it. Yeah. I love seeing that. Yeah. 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 I it's had a, just a, a very similar, if I could share that with you. Mm-hmm. I uh, had a workshop a couple months ago, and and in the workshop, there was a woman that I had worked with when I was director of a children's museum here in Tyler. She was my education director and did not know this about her. She was a very good teacher, but I didn't know that she painted. Mm. So the workshop is all about, you know, finding out your core values and finding out what you love to do. And we did the visit your childhood exercise. And so I was working with her daughter's. And they walked up and they said to me, you know, we are so grateful. Mother has started painting again. Mm-hmm. And I went, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't even know. You didn't know, it. yeah. No. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was so such a, a satisfaction point for me. I was happy to know I'd had a small part in helping her reconnect with her painting. Right, and I think, you know, that's really a privilege from from this side of it. It's really yep, a privilege to be able to share in that process with people. Right, yeah. yeah. Now I guess I'll probably have to buy a picture. <laughs> <laughs> probably <my> so. <laughs> <laughs> I probably still have um, the old tapes. 
somewhere that gentleman that I mentioned, he made tapes for me of his uh, of his performance. Now that 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 you bring that up, yeah, I bet I still have those. Oh, have so, fun! Yeah. Was he good? He, he, was, he was good. He was good. I mean, he his style of performance was um, operatic. So uh-huh. really very powerful, very big voice. And oh. um, he, he was really good. Mm. It, was, it was a joy to hear. So, so he didn't go on and is he still singing or do you know you've lost? I him? don't know. This was many, many years. This is probably 20 years ago. So it's been a while. <laughs> Maybe he's listening and he'll let me know. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> you know, um, before we take our next break, do you want to spend a couple of minutes talking about um, your, your theme of women's value? I know you primarily work with women. Yes, I, I think that is one of the things that is most difficult for women to to realize that they have allowed that to to slip away. Mm-hmm. Um, we do so much for our, our families that we naturally think of others before ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we almost give our power, our value away um, because we are the nurturers. We are the ones that see to the needs of other people mm-hmm. in many, uh, many situations. But it's by far one of the most common things that I think women must address in um, moving forward, claiming their, their uniqueness, mm-hmm. um, is to just value who they are. Mm-hmm. You see this many times in women that I work with that are pricing themselves for their jobs. I mm-hmm. work with entrepreneurs. I work with um, many people that have to establish a price for their services. Mm-hmm. And they tend to give them away or they tend not to ask full value for them because they don't see them as values. Right. And so, naturally, the next thing is struggle with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, I want women to know their value Mm -hmm. and to price themselves accordingly. Right, right. That's, um, I think it's a common thing for women who have spent a considerable amount of time at home with their their kids or raising families and sometimes even they do a tremendous amount, maybe volunteer work, maybe helping Mm -hmm. in the schools, um, but it's not paid employment. And so um, I, I know I've learned to ask many years ago, are you employed outside the home? Because if I say, do you work? They'll say no. And I say, oh, really? (laughs) You know, oh, really? Who does this? Who does that? We don't see that as work. We don't see that as having value. Right, right. But what would happen if nobody did it? You know, we'd we'd really be in trouble. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we would. And a lot of organizations, I was uh, very active in the volunteer scene in this small community. And, um, you know, we don't see that. There would not be a symphony if there weren't mm-hmm. women working to create the symphony balls and the exactly. fundraisers. Right. And there, all of that 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 involves. 
Right, that's certainly true. I mean, that there's, uh, you know, behind-the-scenes power in that. And mm-hmm. we need to take another short break now, so we'll be right back with Joyce Buford. Please have snow and up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Are you looking to get unstuck from the rut that has seemingly become your life? Move ahead by tuning in to Psychopedia, life principles to help you get unstuck. Host Dr. Jeffrey Shaw and his guests will help with the encouragement you need to make that forward move. Guests include therapists, financial advisors, and more, as well as shared stories of hope from the listening audience. Psychopedia, life principles to help you get unstuck can be heard live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking with Joyce Buford of JoyceBufordEmpowers.com about how to have a happy holiday. And um, Joyce, as we start this last segment, I want to make sure I um, really thank you so much for being on our show today. I know Christmas Eve is a busy time for everyone, and I'm grateful that you made time for us. And I also want to make sure people know how to reach you. Can you tell us the best way to get in touch with you? Well, yes, but you know, this was a thrill for me just to oh, be your you. guest. I appreciate it. Because I so respect and love what you do. Thank you so, so I much. thank you for asking me. Yes, um, my privilege. If people would like to get to me, to know more about their uncovering their hidden genius, they can go to Joyce Buford, and that's B U F O R D, um, empowers with an S, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-S, at me.com, empowers.com, Joyce Buford, empowers.com. Excuse me, I haven't said that enough times. <laughs> um, 
And there is a newsletter that I produce every month that um, talks about my show, telling who's going to be on there as well. But also there is what's happening, just um, stories and lessons. But one of the things also I'd like to give your listeners today is if they're interested in knowing more about uncovering their hidden genius, I would love to give them a session so that they can talk, we can talk and visit. Great. Thank you so much. Yeah, great. That's really awesome. Send me a message. Yeah, and just let you know that that, uh, they heard you on today's show and and they'll... uh, They'll be eligible for that. That's great. And you do, do you do the sessions on phone or Skype, or how does that work? Uh, well, it can be either way. I okay. like Skype because you can mm-hmm. see each other, yes. and I'm a, mm-hmm. more of a visual person. But uh, if they're more comfortable with the phone, of course, we can do it whichever way. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Joyce. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Now, um, as we get ready to close out today, I wonder if we could talk a little bit about um, the importance of setting goals. Oh, well, to me, goals are sort of like the roadmap. Mm. You want to know where you're going to go this year? Mm-hmm. That's your goals. Okay. Look at your map. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's, we would never think of going on a trip without putting it into our GPS or pulling out a map. Mm -hmm. And so when we set our goals, and I like to set them, and I have seven different um, areas of my life that I like to address goals. Wow. And um, I um, just sit down and make them very clear. You know, they have to be simple, they have to be concise, and they have to have a destination. Mm-hmm. And so making those goals, writing them down on a piece of paper, is very important in keeping you focused on where you want to go during this year. And that's something you teach people how to do? Do you walk them through that process? Oh, definitely. That's, okay. that's um, definitely one of those areas that we spend time on. And can you, to- can you tell us what those seven areas that you use are? Oh, uh, like yes. personal or okay. Well, there of course personal development. There is mm-hmm. also financial. Mm-hmm. There's also relationships, friends, mm-hmm. and family. Mm-hmm. Then there is physical health, mm-hmm. spiritual contribution, and professional career. Okay. Could be career, could be volunteer. It depends where your life is heading. Mm-hmm. You know, you make them specific to you. But I, yes, and you know, this is funny. But when I, before I became, before I started working, when I was a uh, uh, worked at home, <laughs> mm-hmm. I never thought I needed a goal mm. because I never thought my value was such that I needed a goal. Mm-hmm. And I am so of a different mind today mm-hmm. because goals are so important for no matter who. It's like putting a plan to your life. Right. And, and yours are really comprehensive. So it sort of forces people to take a look at the whole process. Yes. Right. They're all important. Um, 
And so, you know, we normally think, oh, well, I want to make so much money. But without the other areas working as well, mm-hmm. it's very difficult for one area to excel. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And and so people come to you and you walk them through this whole process, if I'm understanding correctly. It's like how to begin to discover what your inner genius is and then to develop the goals to support that and yes. to figure out how do I get from point A to point B on that? Is that? Yes. Yes. Okay. And is that like, do, do you have a program? Is it, say, a six-week program or a three-month program or it's does it vary? Month. It's a three-month program, um, and um, it's a, well, it's a three-month program. Okay. Okay. So, um, and then you meet weekly with them? Or? We meet, we talk bi-weekly. So okay. So, we talk and um, visit we Skype one week, and then we are talking over the phone the next week. But we're in communication. Of course, they have the, they can get to me whenever they mm-hmm. need to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And so um, you're sort of their accountability partner as well. Indeed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's my hat. <laughs> great, great. Well, once again, Joyce, thank you so much for being with me today. I appreciate it so much, and I, I know my um, listeners benefit from your wisdom, and uh, I hope you hear from some of them uh, in the coming weeks. And um, next week, my guest will be Saj Razvi from the Love and Trauma program, loveandtrauma.com, and we will be discussing the trauma recovery program to heal and resolve stress, addictions, and trauma. And lastly, I like to close each week with a quote. And today is, consult not your fear, but your hopes and your dreams. Think not about your frustrations, but about your unfulfilled potential. Concern yourself not with what you tried and failed in, but with what is still possible for you to do. Pope John 23. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola can be heard each Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week.